0: Hi everyone and welcome to the first ever CarNerd Talks podcast. I am the aforementioned Carnard, uh, Jason Hassett, and I'm here with three wonderful people who are also Drive Tribe creators today. Uh, we're gonna rant and hopefully not completely make a mess of this uh, train wreck, which is the CarNerd Talk podcast. And uh, thank you for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe, whether you're watching or listening on Spotify, YouTube, or my face as Jeremy Clarkson would call it. Um, So let's just find out who we have today, and I'm going to start, I guess, in alphabetical order, so that would be yourself. Aaron, maybe just uh, introduce yourself and tell us what you're uh, all about.
1: Okay, so my name is Aaron, I'm Spanish, I'm actually from the Canary Islands. Uh, I started, uh, I actually am a photographer and filmmaker, uh, but uh, I started filming mostly Japanese cars and drifting. But lately I've dubbed more into uh, classic cars and history of cars. I, I, I started yeah, like yeah. even more into that. So yeah, that's pretty much me.
0: Cool. And is there anything you want to mention or promote like social media or anything?
1: Oh, yeah. Actually, I have a YouTube channel. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <It's> been, like, <laughs> so like, yeah. You forgot okay. you had a
0: YouTube channel. Right.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> So yeah, what's like the, the name? Uh, Flappy Paddle, yeah. It's Flappy Paddle, like the gearbox. Flappy Paddle.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. That, again, funnily enough we're all from Drive Tribe, because uh, Flappy Paddle was coined by Jeremy Clarkson. He was the guy that came up with that phrase, so interestingly. Yeah. I don't oh, know if yeah. that's interesting or boring, but anyway. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you for that, Aaron. Alex, maybe do the same. Give us a bit about yourself.
2: Uh, so I was born in uh, Colorado, person in the United States, and uh, right for Drive Tribe. Feel free to go check out my uh, my bio and Drive Tribe and all that.
0: Cool. Anything you want to promote? Any social media, YouTube? Do you uh, have Drive a Tribe.
2: YouTube <laughs> nope. Just check me out on Drive Tribe.
0: <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, we'll put the links to both of those in the description, um, so everyone can read them. And finally, we have uh, Robert, which is going to be interesting, Rob, because uh, you're from uh, England, obviously, and I'm Irish. So there's a bit of a rivalry here. We might have to fight during the podcast. But... Uh, it's cool. <laughs> I've,
3: a, I've got plenty of Irish mates. It's all good. So... All right. We're
0: good then. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, as has as already been mentioned, I'm Robert. I'm a, I am ai am a creator on Drive Tribe. I also write in some other places as well. Like, basically, I'm kind of a freelance writer, freelance journalist, whatever. I've done a lot of stuff to do with cars. I've done a lot of stuff to do with music as well. Over the sort of time, I've been a freelancer. Um, I'd like to do some of my own music as well. That's kind of going to be coming along at some point. I okay. have lived. I was born in Britain. I've lived in Britain my entire life. I lived and grew up in London initially, and now I live in Swansea. So I kind of live in far into Wales, and it's well, it's, okay. very, it's, very, it's being an English guy living in Wales is definitely very interesting, especially Yeah, it must that
0: be. Uh, like, it must be tough I'm watching the people with the sheep the whole time, because you know you have, <laughs> oh y- you want like a proper girlfriend, and they want to sleep with the sheep. So that must be oh must God. be an interesting.
3: <laughs> no, I guess there, Ham, yes, there are there... there are a lot of sheep in, uh, in Wales. <laughs> that is true, but apparently there are also a lot of sheep in New Zealand. So I guess that's something that both of those places
0: have. Ireland has more sheep than people. Funnily enough, so. Oh,
3: that's, so that's does Wales. Fast. Yeah. Wales definitely <laughs> has more sheep than people. Maybe about even three times more. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. but, yeah. <laughs> Somebody did like the actual numbers on it once. Yeah
0: yeah Uh, i I think in ireland it's 16 million sheep and 4 million people or something so it's
3: yeah Yeah, i've I've lived in wales since i was 13 years old so it's been it's been interesting um on subject social media i do have quite an active presence on social media so you can find me on twitter with my twitter handle is at as tweeted by rp don't ask why it's it's an it's well, the reason why I have that handle is because it's an inside joke between me and my friend uh, Leah, who plays guitar in a band called uh, Fly the Train, who are pretty <laughs> awesome. You should check them out.
0: Okay. Uh, just
3: plugging there. Um, and also, <laughs> I'm I'm on Instagram uh, it's, um, at asgrammedbyrp. Okay. So it's kind of perfect. Uh, but yeah, cool. like. That's where you can follow me. I'm mostly active on Twitter though, so like I'm very regular on Twitter. I'm not so regular on Instagram, but I do post. I do try and
0: put. So that's that's one thing that you and uh, uh, that is one thing that yourself and Donald Trump have in common. You're very active on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. We just lost. uh, Yeah, we lost Aaron. Let me try and just how do oh yeah I can just add him back here. Not sure whether.
3: Dropped
0: out. Yeah, 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 that's fine. I'm calling him back now. I'm not sure whether he was, uh, he dropped because of technical reasons. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't sure Alex, if you dropped, be-
3: Aaron, <laughs> I wasn't
0: sure if you dropped because of technical reasons or if you're offended by Twitter, but you know, it's good you're back anyway. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry, my phone just overheated and uh, it hung itself. So-
0: that's cool all right grant well that's uh that's the introductions done so thank you for that guys everyone kind of knows where they can find and harass you and stalk you now so that's that's the important thing um so i put down what we're going to do is talk about classic cars first and i think it'll be a good segue because obviously later on in the podcast we want to talk about electric cars and how it's not really a a question anymore of whether we're changing away from oil-based like combustion engines. Um, It's kind of a a given so we're going to talk about that in a bit but I guess we'll lead into that by talking about uh, classic cars which are really far away from that so um, I'll jump to mine later but maybe I'll just randomly Alex maybe if you want to tell us what your favorite classic car is and uh, we'll go from there.
2: Well, I'm not even entirely sure you could call this a classic, but the Lancia 037 Stradale rally car, I think it's awesome.
0: I think it's, if it's over 25 years, it's a classic, right? That's a That's, solid so, would choice. say.
2: That's a solid bit. I think it's awesome. <laughs> That's a so, solid car.
0: You are overly happy about that. <laughs> I'm like, what, what is there anything in particular that, that makes you like the car? Or...
2: So I should start by mentioning that I lo- I know little to nothing about classic cars, but when okay, I started okay. looking around for things I do care about, I always found that the Lancia 37s and even Lancias in general, I've always had kind of okay. like a place for them.
0: So yeah. So you you obviously you're I think a bit younger than myself. I'm thirty. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but how, how many have you driven classic cars before? Or I have not? No. Okay. I have not. The reason I ask is just one of those things that, uh, you know, I always get into arguments with people because, and I guess we can maybe touch on this, but I don't know about you guys, but what do you prefer driving? Do you prefer driving classic cars or do you prefer driving a newer car? Aaron, I can see by your face, you're a classic car guy, yeah? Yeah,
1: no? I do like classic cars, but let's be honest. I, my first car, well, uh, it wasn't like a, a, not my daily, but it was a 1983 VW Golf. Uh, it was the GT. Right. Um uh, yeah. let me tell you this it was an awful car to drive. Like, oh, it's pretty. <laughs> oh, it's a romantic. It, it was the turbo version, so it was fun. But yeah. first, of all, you need like uh, so from Spain to England to start braking, if you want to stop in Ireland, yeah, I run that because it just doesn't stop. It's it <laughs> a lot of battle. I mean, uh, classic cars, I love them, uh, yeah, and it's something you have to deal with, but keep in mind that most classic cars are old cars um, but yeah i mean but of course there was a gold. maybe if you own i don't know like a testa Rosa or something like that that's maybe another uh, deal I think, well they have
0: Yeah, like, I think if you own a classic Ferrari or Lamborghini, you're probably rich enough to have people who make sure it works when you go to drive it. You know, like, that's the advantage. Yeah, like, Rob, before I jump to yourself, uh, I'll just, I guess it leads into mine. Aaron, what you said there completely lines up because I, I don't know if you could call this a classic car, but it's definitely in that age bracket. For about a year up until uh, three, four weeks ago, when I sold it, I was driving a 33-year-old pickup truck, a Chevrolet Custom Deluxe. Um, and I hated pickup trucks before I moved to Mexico, but they're very kind of American and obviously they're here yeah. as well. Um, and what happened, long story short, I flipped a Chevrolet Aveo that I had. Uh, we, we may have had a few too many tequilas and drink driving laws are not exactly enforced here. So I thought, let's drive home, which was a terrible idea. And I said, we'll take the back roads to stay safe, which was a terrible idea. And, and it, long story short, the car ended up on its roof. And the next day I needed something cheap to keep driving I got this classic truck and ended up loving it. But to your point, uh, I think every time I went for a drive, as much as it was nice and fun to drive, I knew I would have to prepare for being broken down.
2: Yeah, and like, yeah. I think half
0: of the time it would run out of gas because the petrol, uh, the, the gas fuel reader didn't work along with the speedometer and along with the clutch and basically everything didn't work properly. I I'd probably spent more fixing it than I did on the car in the first place. Yeah. But there was something that driving me, it was like rear-wheel drive, four-speed manual, kind of, yeah, everything. It was lovely yeah, to drive. What about
1: parking? When you parking any, uh, any steering
0: pump? So, or actually, what? it had really, really good power steering uh, oh. until oh. the power steering pump broke. And like then parking a yeah, three-ton... Yeah, parking in streets on pickup is not fun when there's no power steering.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my golf didn't have any power steering, so you are a softie <laughs> you own a classic car with a power steering. <laughs> and here in the Canary Islands, it's like 35 degrees uh, in summer, uh, almost 40. So every time I went to parking, an uh, uphill or whatever, it basically means I was going to the gym without getting out of the car. I was sweating my. And, uh, yeah. and tense and, uh, and working it, yeah.
0: I'm not going to lie man My I think my arm strength impl- improved for like the month between the power steering pump breaking and getting fixed because parking yeah. that thing yeah. was like it was a three ton truck and it was just this massive steering wheel like uh, and my yeah. wife just laughed, yeah, like, turn
1: and, turn it. and the way do this <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, Rob
0: sorry we kind of jumped away from you there uh what's your favorite classic car
3: Uh, it's fun um there um there are a couple that have actually been in my family um in a different branch of it that i've really really liked being in i've not driven them but i've been in them like several times and they'll love yeah. it the first of those which said family members actually still have is a, uh, a 1982 mercedes 380 sl it's the r107 generation yeah. if you for like any anyone who knows what that is yeah it's um it's bright red with a sort of a beige <laughs> sort of half sort of cloth like half mb text interior it's yeah. sort of like the weird sort of fakey leather that they used to do back then that's sort of like vinylish. i think that's what it is it might be oh uh, i know yeah it's, it's like, like the problem leather. Leather. Like,
0: like, yeah it's, you know, it's, you know, it's like, leather. like um why, what was it Hammond and all it's a Birmingham thing. it was rouged leather or something. Uh, it was really terrible, but it, it worked for a while.
3: <laughs> well that is a, that is a um, like if you if you can afford like they're so expensive now. I've looked at prices for R107s and they're well into the 30 grand mark now if you' okay. a very nice one. but like if you can get one, they are so lovely. They are some of the best cruisers.
0: i think yeah it's 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 from a time when mercedes actually worked and didn't break down all the time before they switched you know
3: the quality like when you sit in even if you just sit in that car like you just can tell the quality is just amazing i mean like it's a completely original well it's not completely original it has it was tuned a little bit um a, a common thing that r107 owners will do is that they'll they will uh, give it an a bit of, they'll give it like an upgraded stainless steel exhaust and that's what this car had. so it had so it was a, had a little bit more power than what it would have had at factory and it also sounded amazing it sounded like like yeah. a 70s muscle that's... car basically <laughs> well, it probably didn't cool.
2: have like all the electronics that modern mercedes has so that's like a million things
0: less to break down on it oh yeah, yeah it's
3: a very, it's uh, exactly. a very mechanical car
0: yeah, like also, cool. I, I love um I love Aaron's look of it's that typical European look of oh god they're talking about Germans again you know. <laughs> <laughs> also,
3: um, the thing is like the reason it's it's got some of the one of the even though it's got no air suspension or anything like that it's got really lovely ride and I think part of that yeah. is due to the fact like not only does it have suspension on the wheels but the seats underneath yeah. the seats they also there are also little springs under there. The right, it's
0: just, oh. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know what, Europeans, and no offence, Alex, but Europeans did suspension and, and ride well, you oh, know, so sure. the for Americans sure. didn't catch up on that until I think 2001 or something, that's when they started doing independent suspension on all four wheels.
3: Like the Corvette didn't get independent suspension until like the mid noughties didn't it? Yeah, you know, like
2: yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, there,
2: as long as it, it had a two, buttload of horsepower then. Americans yeah, were happy with it.
0: Can I, just, can I just say something before we move on to the next topic? That's one thing I didn't get about America. It's like, yeah, we've got this, uh, you know, 6.3-liter twin-turbo uh, twin V8 that produces 450 horsepower. And I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 AMG have a, a Mercedes 2-liter with a turbo that, that does 450. Like, what, what, what are you guys doing with these engines?
2: <laughs> yeah, know, well, like... I think it's that Americans, if they don't see V8, on the like, the, yeah. then they're like, I don't want it.
0: Yes, it, it, it doesn't club baby seals as it drives, so I don't want it anymore.
3: Yeah, and we've lost Aaron again.
0: That's cool. Yeah. I'm back.
3: The other, I should say, the other classic car that's been in my um, family, in that part, same part of the family as well, um, that I've also really, really liked is um, a first generation Toyota MR2, the AW111. Now, that, those. Yes. Yeah, those are like they're absolutely wonderful little cars. Oh, I would have one okay. if I could.
1: You know, like. It, it, oh, it's, so. now, I just switch uh, to the computer because uh, the. No problem.
0: No, is that that's, that's no worries. You're, you're living in uh, in Tenerife, Aaron? Is it?
1: Yes, I live in Tenerife. Yeah.
0: Tenerife, if if I recall correctly, is an island. Yeah.
1: Yeah, one of seven or yeah, eight. So. 8 no.
0: That's what happens. See, internet is always bad when you live in paradise.
1: No, you know, they're not the thing fun. is that my internet is super fast and it's super good. But the phone, it's overheating. Uh, was, uh, okay. I my my laptop to my girlfriend the other day, and I forgot. Ah, had a okay. Phone to I was using the phone, and it, the phone is here, yes, basically over here. I must admit that the phone has been through a rough life. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, mine. Somehow survived a swimming pool. I'm not sure how. I, I had pockets in my shorts and jumped into the pool while drunk. And anyway, it's 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 still here, so that's good. But no, yeah, that yeah, I spent nice Mexico. You
3: just seem to get drunk all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's basically the good thing about Mexico is you can get drunk all the time, you can bribe the police when you get stopped, and essentially laws are made to be just paid for. So essentially, you can kind of do what you want as long as you have some money in the bank. Unfortunately, because of all this coronavirus thing, business isn't great, so I've got to stop speeding and and shouting at police officers. But that's fine, I can do that for a few months, you know. So you uh,
1: basically stop at doing what any Irishman does, right? Which is yes. yes, yes. And uh, shouting at the police. Yeah, various yeah.
0: people belligerents fight a lot, you know. Um unfortunately I'm only like 5 foot 6 so I can't fight that much. So yeah.
2: <laughs> well, before we before we move on, I just wanted to mention this. The yeah. Ferrari the Ferrari 250 GTO, that was sold for 52 million dollars at auction. Oh, and when in my this? I'm not sure when that was. I think it was last year or 2 years ago. Okay. But, well, uh, like classic cars, I completely understand the point that they're amazing to drive, but some of them are so ridiculously overpriced, like 52 million. Yeah. Like, just I mean, imagine the all the cars and houses that you could buy for that yeah. price that are arguably better.
1: This. Yeah, but think about this. Uh, if it sold for 52 million last year, uh, how long ago was it? Six years ago, it, it sold for 25.
3: So yeah.
1: uh, it's been 25 million. Uh, dollars or euros in like five, six, or even less than ten years. So, it's, so that's it's, for sure it'll appreciate. Uh, but then, really, you're just buying a car to kind of have it
2: as an investment more than. Well,
0: the you the funny get. thing about that is, I am fairly, I'm 99% sure that the drummer from Pink Floyd, whose name escapes me right now, he Nick was on Grand
1: Tour. Nick, Mason
0: that's the one. He has one, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. he's had one for years. Like you mentioned on the Grand Tour, yeah. Yeah, and I think
0: he takes his racing, which means it's not worth shit. <laughs> uh, but
3: I that will the same to um, be honest. I think
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: I think monstein has got
3: a two fifty GTO as well. And if he is, then he's really sitting on a gold mine. <laughs>
2: oh
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yngwie, um, Malmsteen has like a whole collection of classic Ferraris that's probably worth more than like anything that he's ever done for work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. yeah.
1: I that's that's mean
3: I think because the person you know, who bought
2: the person that bought the GTO for 52 million is the CEO of Weathertech and apparently that's his second one. Right. So he has two of them. So
0: I mean you've <laughs> got to be you've got to be pretty rich to be able to put 52 million down on a car. Oh know? yeah. I
3: think you've got to be like, pretty rich to get in the classic Ferrari game at all, let alone get yeah. two GTOs. Fair whatever. point. I,
1: at yeah. this point, uh, I think the only people who are paying those prices uh, are people who see those cars uh, as investments. Because, yeah. for example, oh, yeah. it happened to a drummer of Pink Floyd, whose name I don't remember either. <laughs> uh, his, he bought it because he liked it. And it turned out that the car uh, now has an insane value. And yeah. the same happened with, uh, for example, Jay Leno. He always said that I buy what I like. And it just yeah. happens that it catches up in value after a few years.
3: It's
1: yeah, a, so yeah. Like, i think i think like camera?
0: with a classic ferrari you're going to be very unlucky if it goes down in price let's be honest I mean, you know true. it's you know um obviously you're not I mean, expecting like, it to go to 52 million but
3: i mean like even if you want to get the bottom end of it so that'd be something like a 348 or a mondial or yeah. something like that you're yeah. still going to be paying like 40 grand you yeah. Know? Like,
2: yeah yeah definitely, yeah it'll probably appreciate but even, like, the super exotic ones, like, I was just looking through and some of them were signed for, like, 13 million at auctions and 20
0: million here. And... Yeah. So... Although, is it, what, the Mondial, or is it the Mondial or is it one of the, the Dinos that's not a real Ferrari So It's the Mondial, right? But... No, I think I'm
1: it's the Dino. I think it's the Dino.
0: Yeah,
3: Dino, it's Dino. Dino, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's the, a 3 the... Even so, like, like. Two four six G- Dino 246 GTs still go for quite a lot of money.
1: Yeah, yeah. anything with the horse on it, except the... what? no, because even the, the 430 is going now uh, quite expensive, I think. I like yeah, I don't
3: Ferrari. think the 430s hit the bottom of its value that,
1: yet, though. No, well, yeah, yeah. I would imagine
2: that the Ferrari wagons, like the FF and all those, yeah. those, I don't yeah. see those going ridiculously high in value i don't see them being very desirable no
3: if you if you buy gtc4 new you're gonna lose a lot of money on it yeah oh yeah
1: yeah Yeah. Yeah. but but the thing is that those are new cards and for example what happened with classic cards is that now there is a bubble there's a Babel, yeah. mm-hmm. Porsche, Porsche, sorry. and oh god, Ferraris. yeah, you should see some of the well, uh, the BMWs, F30s, BMWs, and uh, 3 and free, those are insanely expensive now. Are I've they seen just, like
3: um, 993 Carrera twos going for well over 50,000 yeah, pounds. Wow, awesome.
0: yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't they're not... they're not they're
1: not rare, no, exactly. Yeah, and the same happens with a lot of other cars, like the Supra. This is a bit piece that I have because I really, 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 really hate the Supra though. Not the Supra, <laughs> but the fan base up behind it. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's understandable. Yeah, because for example, uh, uh, I have a Toyota Celica a 1996. I have the, the average one uh, front-wheel drive. And for example, you can get a GT4 with uh, 280 horsepower all-wheel drive uh, yeah. with a, a, a rally car basically for around under 20,000 euros here in Spain. But you won't always find a Supra, which is like, uh, what, 100 horsepower more, maybe? And only the river driving is basically a boat, unless you yeah. want to buy it, for around fifty, sixty thousand 60 thousand euros. It's insane. And, uh, I think
3: it's just the, uh, I think it's the tuna culture that's made the Supra, yeah. so big you like fast yeah. and furious and
1: that kind of stuff yeah exactly When a lot yeah. of
3: people just forget that actually the mark 4 super wasn't really that good no
1: no no <laughs> yeah. I, I i absolutely think the same for example the nissan 300 x the 32 the fair lady that's a great car someone 6 the in, um,
3: in swansea who's got a 300 zx actually and like
1: i'm amazed at how cheap they still are oh yeah, yeah we have one uh, in our yeah. neighborhood yeah, if you, I have a friend with one. It's the two-seater Targa Twin Turbo, and it's, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, a yeah a the, one, and the one the I see
3: around the Swansea is basically like that. So it's a, a Targa, and I think it's probably a turbo as well. But
1: yeah, it, I have a
0: little... Aaron, then... if I'm not mistaken, one of your favorite cars then would be the Delta Integrale, right? Because I think you wrote about that recently.
1: Uh, it, well, it could be, yeah. I don't know. I have many. <laughs> I have like a list of a hundred cars that I like. But if I buy yeah, one I, just for sake, it would be oh man, it's so
0: hard. I am the same. I have about hundred cars on a list to buy, um, but I have no money, so we gotta fix that first. Yeah, so that's the, yeah, the issue. Yeah, but the thing
1: is that for me goes like for phases. Like for example, one one week I'm obsessed with what with one car. And then another week, I go obsessed with another car. And then another yeah. week, I go, well, yeah. So I, I think know. I think that's a petrol head thing. Because I could see yeah. Alex nodding. Robert, I'm guessing you're oh, probably the God, same. For sure.
0: It's like you, just, you see a car on a TV show or you see it on the street. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I have to have one of those. It goes on for like two weeks. And I'm I'm kind of glad I'm not rich. Because I think if I was rich, I'd have a garage oh, yeah. of about 400 cars.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that wouldn't necessarily really be a bad thing, would it? Well, yeah, no. it probably
0: would. Because some of the choices would be terrible.
1: Yeah you know, I am, I agree with the choices because I sometimes look see a car that I do not particularly like why they oh this is so cheap so yeah like for example there I, I would buy it <laughs> I would buy yeah, it to have uh, it.
0: I was watching Vinwiki with Ed Bowley and the guys who did the cannonball yeah, thinking, and uh, yeah I saw his CL-55 and all of a sudden I'm looking up CL-55s and I'm like, wait, (laughs) I don't want a CL-55. The (laughs)
3: CL-55s are so cheap as well. It's insane. I
0: don't know why, it was just, I saw the video, I was like, I have to have a CL-55 now. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I don't want a CL-55. And this is why I'm glad I'm not rich, because if I was rich, I'd be in my driveway going, and I'm just going to say this right now and record it because then I can two clips together and to give away the editing process. But basically, the power went in my house.
2: Oh, wow. So, oh, oh unfortunately,
0: Of all times, that has never happened before. And literally halfway through the podcast recording, the power goes. know so, yeah. well
1: It's the yeah. first time, so a lot of more stuff is due to happen anyway. Yes, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Me, the annoying thing was, it was going pretty well.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we're we recording through a pandemic, so what's the worst okay. that can happen now?
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. we've got like 20 minutes left, and uh, before I, I dropped out, it was 23 minutes, so we still got our like 45 minutes of a podcast, so sure. we'll just keep this train rocking um i'm not sure what was going on while i was powerless so i'm gonna just jump on to the next topic if you guys are okay with that
3: yeah, yeah. i'm fine with that yep. go for it
0: but um well i wanted to talk about electric cars and kind of future and uh i'm gonna start with alex and get you to start this ball rolling because i just checked and i saw you had an article called electric cars are not the future absolutely I'm hoping that title is clickbait because you're wrong so uh, there's actually, no.
2: <laughs> uh, actually, the article is not clickbait. Um, I stand true with what I'm saying. I believe hydrogen will actually end up, uh, okay. is a clearer future than el- electricity. If you go through all the pros and the cons between hydrogen and electricity, I mean, it's so much more standard using hydrogen versus having to make what some would argue a total life change going to electric. Because hydrogen, you go to a tank, like a fuel tank, except it's filled with hydrogen, you just fill it up, it takes like five minutes, and you're on your way.
0: Yeah, then, but isn't there the problem that hydrogen is very, 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 very extremely complicated to produce?
2: <laughs> it is pretty difficult to produce, but when you look at it in this way, it's the most abundant element in the universe. So as soon as it's... it's it, I, I actually see an opportunity where cars, you could just be driving... And by driving, you're fueling up your car. So pretty much you'll always be on full.
3: By well, that actually, that-, uh, that actually transitions quite nicely into something that I wanted to talk about regarding electric cars, which is you're seeing some now, like the Fisker Ocean. And I think there's a few other ones as well, but the Fisker Ocean's the big one. That solar panels. I think well, there's another one. I can't remember the name, but there's another one that's being made by like a Dutch company or a Belgian company or something like that, where they're using solar tech. In the roof of the car, so like, like the roof is a so basically a enormous solar panel, and they're using it to actually help charge the batteries as the car drives or as the car is sitting.
0: Right.
3: So that's kind of. Well, I mean, like,
0: that will need uh, to advance quite a bit, though. Unless you're living where Aaron's living, like, you know, that yeah. the heat from the sun. I, well, I know it's not like heat. It's the light from the sun, obviously, that they're using. And I know that will still work in, what, 95% cloud cover or something. You'll still get energy. But at the moment, solar power, like, it won't charge my phone fully. So how long are we going to be before it'll charge a car? I'm well, yeah. playing Hills Advocate here, by the way. I love the technology, but I just figure it's more fun if I berate it than kind of agree.
3: Well, yeah, I guess we're still very much in the early days of it all. Yeah, this is this is the um. I think what everyone needs to remember about this is that we're still very much in the early days of sort of how cars are going to work in the next fifty years. And, I mean, like what I think is going to happen is that just like now, we've got petrol cars and diesel cars and electric cars and stuff we're going to have a uh, a future where there is going to be more than one type of drivetrain so we're going to have battery electric vehicles you like Teslas and yeah. you know, and yeah.
1: we're going to have hydrogen
3: stuff and yeah. Yeah. I think we want, yeah and also of the whole thing with the free valve engine i think we're still going to have internal combustion to a point but it may not run on petrol or diesel well, like it um, may run, on, may run on sort of more renewable fuels. You like alcohols or yeah. like farm-based fuels and things like.
0: That. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was one of you guys, but I was reading something recently about Formula One moving to it. It thinks they can make their cars carbon neutral, um, which I guess is what they try and do with the the three-cylinder engines, which is eventually make them to the point where they're carbon neutral as such.
2: That'll that'll all work out until like. The day will eventually come where the world will run out of oil.
0: No, so, that'll never don't say things you know, like that. Well,
1: but I think that I don't even care that much about oil, to be honest. Because, for example, you have E85 and a lot of other things that come from alcohol, etc., that can be burned and can be. That is true. You, you can yeah. basically modify your car to run on that, and your basically your internal combustion car. Yeah, is not oil, it's not petrol. Again, I Again, think, I hope you can run
0: your car baby seals, just to be gracious. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So I don't, yeah. I'm not that worried about that. I do <laughs> think that electric cars and hydrogen cars are going to be the future because there is no other option. Uh, yes yeah. I don't care. I, honestly, I don't care that much about it because as long as they don't touch sport sport cars and everything, I don't care if the Polos, <laughs> the B W Polos, go electric. I don't care. Well, um, going yeah, back yeah.
2: to the solar panel conversation, yeah. The Karma Rivero or the Fisker Karma, when I when it first started off, that had a solar panel oh, it's rooftop true, yeah. already. That that charge, yeah, I, but I think that took that care context, of all the electronics though. Yeah. That only took care of all the electronics. No, it, it, it took, took care the of yeah. Yeah, That's like it. the lights and the the AC and all that. It helped out with that just a little bit. Well,
1: yeah, idea. it's not a bad so idea. So there could
2: be a future in that as well. Even I mean, if you think about it, having it that way, having solar panels <laughs> that just charge up like basic interior systems, that that give or take might save like some ten miles in the long run.
1: Yeah, yeah that's what. Uh, yeah, because even the alarm, it, uh, the alarm is still functioning and draining your battery when your car is not running so true there's yeah. a lot of yeah
0: a lot of those small kind of systems will will take that energy yeah
1: yeah it's not a bad idea i, I really like it i'm i'm a fan of 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 uh, this new technology of electric cars but, but it's been rushed in my opinion it's been rushed i agree
2: it has been rushed a lot it's just, really? we now need to wait i think it was some close to nine hours to fully recharge a tesla that and that know. I understand that most people won't be doing that, but like most people wait until their car is pretty damn close to empty. Then they go to the gas station yeah, and exactly. then they fill up, and it takes well, them five minutes. The,
0: yeah, they use this but the superchargers for Tesla will do it in what and thirty minutes, forty minutes. Yeah, so they do eighty oh, percent
2: all the way up to full.
0: To eighty percent fast charge, I think it is. Uh, Rob, you sound like a guy who knows about this stuff. Any, any idea on that?
3: Yeah, is it something like it'll charge you up to 80% in, like, half an hour.
0: Yeah. You know, like, there
3: are superchargers, like,
2: in
0: the 75 UK,
3: minutes like, to 100.
2: 75
3: okay. minutes to 100%. Yeah, yes. in the UK, there's, like, superchargers basically everywhere now. Like, well, at least yeah. in a lot of the major service station areas as well as like i think they're even i think even in some service stations in london now they've actually got hydrogen pumps yeah
2: yeah
0: Because we were were doing uh before i left from mexico we were doing uh a test run because at the time i was doing a lot of work for ldv um the van company (laughs) and uh basically we did a test run of the ev80 from uh, i can't remember exactly where it was i think it was uh it was Scotland to Dover or something. I can't remember the route, but it was a long route. And this thing only had 190-mile range. But the lucky thing was the charge points in the UK are, like you said, everywhere. Like, it's really not an issue in the UK.
3: Yeah. And- <laughs> you're
2: yeah. in like- Mexico, it's,
0: I haven't seen one yet. So,
2: <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess you bring on the subject that I think we were meant to go on. What... What would we say one automaker that is catching up to Tesla or at least getting there? Yeah, I did. I did Tesla. mention that
0: before. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, is there one? Because I guess we I, have I'm, to go I'm with like this point, after seeing BMW's new mini the other day, and I know it's uh, it's a low end version and whatever, it just seems like they don't quite get what people are looking for. They like don't catch the hype. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I'd say that I... the um the one manufacturer that is getting close to Tesla now in a lot of respects is Porsche. Because yeah. actually, if, yeah. You yeah. Seen, um, if you see if you've seen that thing where Matt Farram um, did a, a range test in the take on Turbo S and he actually found out that it gets almost it gets like much more range than the EPA claims I... it does.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that uh, Tesla I wrote about this, and a lot of Tesla fans almost burned me alive for it. But I don't <laughs> think that, as lo- because it's been rushed, and Tesla was the first. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. It's like- not the best car manufacturer to make electric cars. Once Porsche, Mercedes with the EQC, the, the 4x4 new one. The Jaguar when-
3: I-Pace as well. That yeah, is a exactly.
1: really good one. When these companies yeah. do actually make cars and make really good cars. Get well, the, the four hands on electric uh, technology, the yeah. Tesla is going to be just a, 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 niche, a niche. Well, you know, I think,
0: Aaron, I kind of agree with you there on one fact, which is the Teslas are incredible cars. Don't get me wrong. But the, the fact is when you sit in one, it's, it's when you sit in one, it's like the hype of it being really minimalist and super fast. Like when we took a Model S in Dublin and, and obviously broke some speed limits and it was incredible to drive and, and really fun but i was looking at it and i'm like there's not really much here to see like when you sit in a mercedes you know you've spent yeah. eighty thousand euros uh, sure. um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it Tesla, like to yeah if you look, yeah. for example to the eqc uh, advertisement uh, they did a video yeah. with the weekend and and uh, i think this is very important that most people overlook is that uh there is a kid that goes, ah, you drive electric on uh, the weekend, who must have cost <laughs> millions to hire for that. When I yeah. say, no, I drive a Mercedes. And the whole video was Mercedes uh, uh, looking back their history, saying yeah. like, yeah, we are making electric cars now, but you still are going to buy a Mercedes. You are not going to buy an electric car, you are buying a Mercedes. And that's yeah, that's, that's a bit true. St- that is a true. That's a statement for them. That's like, say, that's, yeah, well, I think it's like Tesla can not say that.
0: Going back to Tesla. the car, so. I mean, it's a good, that's a good point to go with.
2: Just for a little bit, they now, I think they have the fastest 0 to 60 car. They just updated their Model S performance and now does 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds. Wow. So,
1: awesome.
2: So, yeah, I guess shit. they have one thing
0: going I think for them. the thing is, right, so here's here's the thing is, I, I we, we talked about this at the start, I prefer driving old cars, and I think a lot of us agree that, yeah. you know, old yeah. cars are quite cool. I think the problem is right now I, the one thing i will miss when we kind of go full electric and i think a lot of people still buy kind of combustion engine cars as their fun car it's the noise and kind of the driving you know the feel um but yeah i think it's uh, we're past the point and it used to be a conversation i remember in the early 2000s when people were talking about electric cars coming in and it was always Yeah, but it's gonna run out of battery in five minutes. It's gonna be really slow, and I think it's good that that is not the case anymore because an electric car will beat, uh, you know, will beat a gas car off the line any time, like any day of the week.
1: Yeah, of course. I
0: think that.
3: Uh, I mean, oh, like one of my um, one of my friends used to work for Nissan as a salesman, and he um, he used to sell people Leafs, and he would always tell me like it's actually really surprising how quick they are in like from like 0 to thirty or 0 to sixty.
0: Yeah, it's because you've got that that torque. I think um, just up front, it's instant.
3: I mean, like yeah, and this yeah, okay. leaf yeah. in this Sunday, in sort of a town environment, when you're not going any faster than about thirty or forty miles an hour most of the time, that sort of not to thirty, not to forty acceleration is really good because it means you can go and, like, if you see like a gap or something, if you see in the urban traffic, you can literally just squeeze and yeah. squeeze acceleration, you can just zip in. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think we are used to with petrol cars. We are used to having that, uh, rev, those revs that you have to go, bam. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, electric car you yeah. have to do that. You just put your your foot down and you're there. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really like that. Yeah, you don't have no because uh, even if you don't think so, even the most powerful car, let's say a 2,000 horsepower horsepower Supra, yeah, uh, which is what the internet seems to like, uh, <laughs> you just have some lag. From the just from the engine, from the moment you put down your foot on the on the gas pedal to when the car starts moving. You know. Yeah. And with electric cars, you don't have it. You have all the torque from zero. So.
0: Yeah, you just instant torque. There's no yeah. no need for it. To, if there's no need for it to burn the the fuel. So you've just it's 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 incredible to drive. Like I to be honest, after taking a Model S out one day, I, I my mind was changed on electric cars that day because it was just so.
3: I think the Model S was the first electric car that changed a lot of people's
1: minds about it just because of how impressive it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, Definitely. I do agree because when I mean, wheels, I listen, I, I the first video of the Model S beating a Ferrari F12. On a yeah, I don't know, it was was one of the first videos that came up on the internet. And people was like, "Wow, that thing flies!" If
0: if their roadster, their new roadster, is supposed to come out this year, and um, given it's Tesla, I imagine it'll be some point in twenty twenty three. But if their new roadster can, uh, can can live up to the specs that they've put out there, it's gonna be damn That'll impressive. That'll be amazing. I mean, it oh would gosh. be like
3: it would be a hypercar killer
1: for like a fraction of the price of most hypercars. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. indeed. But the only thing that, for me, still gives the, the electric car as a sports car is the track performance. Because, I mean, parts on a straight line, so probably, it's fine in the United States, but other countries have corners. Well, right? apparently, the, take, apparently <laughs> the Taken was designed sort of to
3: address that, where they kind of, they focused a lot more on handling or something than fuel oh, so. speed. Well, and also I mean, another
2: i heard someone i forget who it was you said porsche was catching up to tesla i would argue that rivian is closer because porsche are really they only have the taycan that's really caught much hype for them while rivian they have backing from Ford, they have backing from amazon they have two vehicles that are constantly all over the news
0: also i guess we need to touch on this rivian does actually look like a normal pickup and Whereas yeah. the cyber truck, yeah. the cyber truck was made to be polarizing and garner attention. Let's be honest sure. here, it was, it was four. And I know, uh, maybe one of you guys can let me know on this, but how many pre-orders did they get? It's like two hundred thousand. Over two hundred
2: thousand. Over 200,000.
0: But that one hundred dollars. How many people are going to follow through on buying a fifty to sixty thousand dollar truck from a hundred dollar deposit? You know. Well, I, I
3: think. Uh, I, well, I think. Well. I think James Bourne is probably gonna fulfill, follow through his pre-order of it because he's got the money to. So like, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not true. Probably Kanye is going to. I think these are like the kind of people who wants the Cybertruck. truck, like people yeah, that are like who, like yeah. people who wear Supreme and all those brands. Oh yeah, I yeah. have just seriously
3: one of the people who's at, who pre-ordered, who put the one hundred dollars down was James Bourne from Busted. He's got one on order.
0: Maybe. Oh, God.
2: I mean, my friend oh. has,
3: my friend already
2: has a Tesla Model 3, which took them, he kept on telling me, it's like, the Model 3 is coming this month. That month, yeah. it's like, hey, where's your Model 3? It's like, it's late. It was one year late.
0: Yeah. But they also it's ordered like a Cybertruck.
2: They ordered a Cybertruck as well, but I actually doubt they'll follow through with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think it, I, Tesla has that um, that that very strange ability, much like Apple did. I'm not sure if Apple still does, but like they did in the Steve Jobs days, where it was kind of like you could put an Apple sticker on a rotten pig um, and people would buy it. You know, Well, like, buy it. uh, well it's, so it's still kind,
1: it. kind of yeah. the case now in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Not Is not that much brand hype. Yeah. But yeah. we yeah. have to be yeah.
2: fair, though. The Cybertruck. I mean. For what a truck is, that thing is incredible. For like it looks hideous. I and it was no. made to be to attract people's attentions. But if the specs end up being what they say, yeah. it might not be all that stupid to buy it though. Like I, I'd I'd say say something so.
0: before I let Aaron talk, because I think he's been trying to shout over us for the past couple of minutes. But uh oh, no, no, one no, thing I no, no. would say is um like, they did go for that. I spoke about the Lagonda recently, and that, that was kind of a start of the Lagonda contashing cars like that. And they called it like, folded paper design with kind of wedges. And it did do really well in the 80s, so maybe it's time for a comeback. Um, but Aaron, positive. I think you're trying awesome there, so I'm going to let you talk for a minute.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I think that... Yeah, the Tesla truck. I, I mean, I don't like it, but I see why people would buy it because it's a good price. and But uh, I think that the people... Who is going to buy that car? Is no, don't really need it, because yep, if you yeah. need a truck, you're not going to have to wait for Tesla's uh, dates. That is true. Know, like true. Yeah. I do agree yeah. that the, the specs are amazing, and now it's supposed to float too. So I mean, if it does, it's it's incredible for the price. I, I am going to. say suggest- yeah, it's, it's, like,
3: it's going. He said Elon said to me, "It's going to float for a while." By how much do you mean for
1: Ooh. a while? <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, that's.
0: But, Hang on, this is the first time I've heard of this. It's going to float.
1: Yeah. yeah. Until it sinks. I think that, that that's what it means by a while. Like it floats. I mean,
0: technically technically the same IBs that I have parked out in my driveway at the moment will float until it yeah. sinks.
1: I'm like, I think I'm it, pretty Elon's... sure any
0: floats until it sinks, right?
1: Yeah. Elon Well is really I think smart. men.
3: What I think he meant by is that it's designed to float for a certain period of time in an emergency or something like that, or if you got what emergency? Horrible river.
2: What emergency would you end up having an electric vehicle in water?
1: Well, when even in Florida, isn't it?
0: Listen, Alex. People, uh, I think you know, 30 or no 60 million Americans voted for Trump. There's a lot of stupid people out there. Yeah,
1: that is that. That's a fair point. That is a fair (laughs) point. No, but I mean, I think that, uh, I don't know, like, isn't, doesn't Florida get floated all the time, Florida? And I mean, if you I don't know, if you find yourself in a storm or something, or a floor, Yeah, well, floor, I was actually thinking, if, if you
3: lived in a flood zone, you probably might want a car that's not going to get swept away by yeah. the flood. Zone.
0: Do you know, actually, funny enough, so we have, um, here, there's like, it's it kind of where I'm living at the minute, it's uh, kind of an all year round summer. But then July and August we have this massive uh, kind of monsoon season, and the roads do get flooded to the point where only people with pickups, and that's why I love mine, can drive through them because they're so heavy to get through the water. But I've even seen pickups get swept down into the river. That is only a river for that two months. So that's a good point. If it could float even enough to kind of get it to a point where they could wedge it on something and then drive away, it would make sense. Yeah.
3: I guess. yeah but it's just elon was so so vague about like how long it's going to float for a while yes how long is it going to be long uh... enough to save the car in an emergency is it going to be long enough is it going to be floatable to the point where you could theoretically make an amphibious version which i actually pitched like like i like i talked about talked about this i think publicly i was like like, if they make an amphibious version of the Cybertruck, that would be amazing.
2: That would be phenomenal. That would be great. Aaron
0: could drive from Tenerife to mainland Spain in his uh, yeah. Cybertruck.
1: I would say was range range $100. Bucks. Bucks, yeah. <laughs> i would have, have to put superchargers the... in the ocean, then. Yeah, I, I think I still prefer taking the plane. Not yeah. a, a car that has been put up by Tesla. And I know that has some... Uh, problems with the fitting of the panels so i don't trust <laughs> a tesla the ocean but no, <laughs> no isn't the a a cybertruck made
3: time. of pressed steel or something like that like military grade steel oh yeah like it's it. very it's, strong material
0: it's rolled tungsten or something stupid isn't it or whatever it is yeah. It's
3: like it's like the kind of stuff sure. they make battleships
1: out of, basically. Yeah. Which, is, you know,
0: given I, I, think that personally, I think it should be outlawed. Then, for that reason, because I don't want to be going to America and knowing a lot of rednecks have armored trucks. Like that's that's
1: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you to get can the to transport the tiger. Can I
0: ask? Um, can I? I'm interested in something that I saw written about that uh, Rob you wrote about on Drive Tribe recently and. I guess I just want to finish up with this because I know it's ten o'clock, so I want to wrap up pretty pretty soon. But, um, but it's ten o'clock for me. Sorry. Um, you wrote about these new airless tires, and you said they were quite close to being. I saw ready. that. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that was know- <laughs>
3: um Yeah, it's. Um, there's been a lot of. Uh, there's been a lot of work being done into this over like the last few years. Maybe it's like a. Um, it's an ongoing thing. Quite a few companies are developing these airless tires they basically think it's going to be the next step in tire technology so because they don't need any air whatever and they're made of stuff that self-seals or whatever like basically means that punctures won't really be a thing again and they're kind of putting it more towards commercial vehicles you sort of like big lorries and things like that because if you yeah. think about it like if you if you a lorry driver and you get puncture sort of like the amount of time you're spending at the side of the road changing a tire that's really going to impact sort of how long you take to complete a job and that impacts how much money you end up costing
1: the company you drive for and all this kind of stuff
2: okay
1: Absolutely. so but okay so this is like the for example when i read that it reminds me to for example if you do any kind of mountain biking you know, yes. uh, tubless tires, which is all cars are tubless, but with, uh, for example, with bicycles, you have all this technology that basically all the sealant will find the puncture and seal it. Uh, yeah. uh You have a puncture. Maybe it won't last you for like, I don't know, like uh, a thousand kilometers, uh, but it will save you to get to your car. So I think that's what they're trying to do in cars, and I think it's. It's a very really good idea because... Yeah, so
0: the, the, the thing for me is I was driving, I was supposed to drive someone to the airport like uh, about three, four weeks ago um, and literally hit a really bad pothole and it blew the two tires on the, the passenger side, which is just a nightmare because it was three o'clock in the morning, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I really, this is something I really hope because I don't want run-flat tires as such. I want airless because run-flat tires are horrendously uncomfortable. They're oh
3: not God, yeah. so, i drove um, oh a uh, a three series BMW with them in for a while and it was not good.
0: <laughs> it's not a comfortable ride now, and it's really not.
3: It was a, a run flat tires plus the M Sport suspension. It was, it was, <laughs> my back it was never the yeah.
0: same. Tendency, so. <laughs> All right, guys, I think we'll uh, we'll wrap up there because I, you know, I gotta go eat some meat. Um. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Is there anything you guys want to maybe give a shout out to before you go or anything you want to kind of tell people is upcoming or anything? Well, um,
1: nothing really for me. Not by a Tesla truck just yet. (laughs) For okay. <laughs> you, did you not just get
0: like shouted out by a lot of tesla fans and now you're going to end the podcast by saying don't buy a tesla truck yeah but, you know
1: what? <laughs> I, I do like them I, I, the thing is that i do like the teslas i, I like them i mean i i don't think they're the, like this amazing car that everybody puts it to be so i like to mess with the fan base yeah, you know what yeah. I, I do like the car i love that the idea but i do prefer messing with the fan base well, i, I buy one. not really yeah but. I'd I mean, advise that...
3: you not to do that and I'll share a story off camera as to why I'd advise
1: you not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't right. I don't mind that. I also mess with the Supra fan base, so uh, I have nothing I... to lose anymore. I mean I'm in quarantine, they can get me in my house just yet.
0: Well I'm I'm gonna I don't know, Alex, you have anything you wanna shout out to? Are you good?
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm going to just wrap this up by one self-promoting something, which is incredimask.com, which I'm selling masks on. Awesome. Uh, Apart from that, I have nothing else. Um, I have really funny masks on his website, so
2: do go check it out.
0: Yeah, I also have another more offensive mask site coming where you can buy a mask that has Trump saying, I caught the China virus, but I'll mention that some other time. Um, But awesome. Okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I guess... We might see a couple of you guys or maybe all of you guys next Saturday. I'm not sure what the format is yet. Um, and hopefully next Saturday will be live. I'm, I'm working out the, the way to get that done where maybe a power cut won't ruin my day. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll have a look into that. But uh, yeah, I think definitely we're going to have recurring people on this. There's a couple more people from drive one at once. Maybe we'll make some match over the next couple of weeks and it'll devolve uh, into a format. But uh yeah, keep an eye out guys uh, for YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, basically any place you get a, a podcast um, for upcoming ones, I'm going to be doing this every Saturday. And thank you to Robert, Alex, and Aaron for joining me today here on the, of course. the podcast. Thank you
1: for having me. <laughs> no, that thank you for having
0: Without that, it's just me I'm sitting here talking to myself, which is useless. Yeah, yeah this, this is,
2: is, this is this my nice. Thanks for going. having us. Thanks for having yeah. us.